0: Hello everyone, let us change the microphone real quick. Hello everyone, welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every night, packed show this Tuesday night. Because there's a weird what if floating around Cowboys Nation. Jason Garrett close to being fired pre-2020 in 2019. Sean Payton was really that close to becoming the Dallas Cowboys head coach. We'll talk about that report. We'll also talk about some what-if moments. And also, we'll get into Kellen Moore because there are important news surrounding Kellen Moore and his coaching future. And finally, I'm introducing a new segment for the offseason. It is called Random Thought Tuesday. So we'll share random thoughts for the Cowboys every Tuesday. So make sure you think of one. By the time we get to the final segment of the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you share the show. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. And let's start the show officially. Here we go, guys. everyone, and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way throughout the offseason, make sure you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. There are new articles up there, both on the Mavericks and the Cowboys, and new content every day. So make sure you check it out, sports.com. Dot com slash Dallas. Thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to ADC Sports Dallas primetime. I appreciate you guys over at the YouTube chat. We've got burner accounts. We've got Lumen saying, can Jerry Jones take over and bring back the Oilers to Houston? Says Lumen, uh, Lumen, excuse me, Eight Tennessee Titans fans. What is up? Thank you, Jason, for being here. Chuck over at Facebook, Donald over at Facebook as well. Sean Payton says, Samuel Rowe, is already here. Is that true? I I really don't know. I like, hey, I saw the presser today and I have some thoughts to share with you guys. But before we get into that, let's get into, let's, let's talk about one weird moment. What is up, Chris? What is up, Dallas Junk? Thank you guys for being here. Uh, There was a weird report floating around on Twitter and it's not even a report per se. Maybe it's more of a it's more of a book expert from Mike Florio from ProFootballTalk.com. I've got my my thoughts on Mike Florio. I think that there's some, um, as a co-writer for, for AC Sports, Dallas put it, maybe a little bit of an iffy credibility on that front. But Mike Florio published a book this year, last year, that is called Playmakers. And he shared... A chapter of that book or at least a portion of it and he talked about the Cowboys coming this close to signing Sean Payton for the 2019 season so by now maybe the Cowboys were already frustrated with everything going on during the Jason Garrett era if you think about it prior to the 2019 season we saw the Dallas Cowboys trade for Amari Cooper and still fall short versus the Los Angeles Rams in that game that was so, so frustrating because of what happened over there in the trenches, especially in the defensive line. One of those games in which the Cowboys were simply out coached. And according to Mike Florio, the Cowboys and the Saints actually worked out a deal to get Sean Payton behind the scenes. Because, of course, the Cowboys had a coach and there were a lot of things going on. And Jerry Jones was not, according to Mike Florio, was not going to be willing to move on from Jason Garrett unless he knew that he was getting his guy, Sean Payton. And I'm going to show you uh, one of the two paragraphs from Mike Florio's article on this. Mike Florio says it was ready to go. It was happening. It was locked and it was loaded. Then came Monday, January 28th. And on that day, here's the interesting part, in my opinion. I mean, all of it is interesting, if it is indeed true. New Orleans Pelicans forward Anthony Davis, any basketball fans here, announced he would not sign another contract with the team. And he requested a trade, the trade that ultimately got him to the the Lakers. Gail Benson owns both the Pelicans and the Saints. Saints general manager Mickey Loomis was, as of January 2019, the executive vice president of basketball operations with the Pelicans. And once Davis made clear his intention to leave New Orleans, Loomis told Peyton that Loomis couldn't be the common thread between a pair of such high-profile Louisiana departures. So that is why, according to, again, Mike Florio in his book, that is why the Saints ultimately decided to pull the plug maybe on this reported supposed trade between the Cowboys and the Saints and ended up keeping Sean Payton. And if you guys remember during that off season, Sean Payton actually signed a five-year contract extension. I don't know. Hey, I don't know about this report. And I actually have that question locked and loaded for you guys in the chat. Uh, I'm just pasting the, the wrong question, though, here. Let me get it right. Do you fully, kinda, or not buy Florio's Anthony Davis report and the fact that that departure from the Pelicans ended up keeping Sean Payton out of the Dallas Cowboys in 2019? Do you fully believe it? Do you kinda believe it, or do you not believe Sean Payton's Anthony, uh, Anthony Davis report. That, that was a weird moment, right? Jason Renfro, by the way, speaking of basketball, saying the Maps played the Golden State Warriors tonight. Burner account says just sounds like another excuse. The fact that Garrett had an era. Lord, oh, yeah, that, that's crazy. The fact that we, we, need to take, we need to talk about the Jason Garrett years as an era, I agree with Burner account. That is kind of crazy. Samuel says Garrett is bashed so much. Yeah, even years removed from his coaching position with the Dallas Cowboys. Kinda says TV Mac. Burner account says not at all. Luman just took the high road and he said blank. I'm going to leave this one blank. I'm not going to answer it. Samuel Rowe goes with Kinda. Kenneth Fraser over at Facebook believes it. Russell says uh, not. Gregory does not believe it either. I... I kind of believe it, maybe. Hey, I think that the the, the way that the report is being sold, I think that maybe it's a tiny bit of an exaggeration there. It's not like Anthony Davis leaving the Saints actually kept Sean Payton from leaving the Saints. It was a five-year contract extension. So in that front, I think that it's being sold kind of the wrong way. Having said that, I wouldn't be surprised. We The reports and the rumors were strong back then. And that that is actually 2019 might have been the reason why earlier in the week I told you guys that I didn't believe the Sean Payton rumors. I didn't expect Sean Payton to actually retire today as he did this, this morning from the NFL. And when we say retire, let's make that note because it is a very important note. When, when we when we talk about Sean Payton's re- the retirement, is more of a stepping away from football because he hasn't ruled out the possibility of coming back beyond 2022. And as someone said in the chat, jokingly maybe that Sean Payton was already the Cowboys head coach eventually. We don't know, of course. I don't think even Sean Payton knows. And I love that quote from his press conference. He said, I don't know what's next. And I love that or something like that. And it feels good. I think that's what he actually said i don't know i i kind of believe it but i'm leaning more towards this side of not believing it because it would have been weird i i understand the saints motivation to keep sean payton when anthony davis decided that he was going to leave the pelicans i don't know donald says i believe it was the truth Bernard account says mo when you want something bad enough there is a surprise. Jerry Jones would have had him if he wanted it bad enough, and I think that's actually a very, very accurate comment by by burner account. Because, come on, like I know that sports are cheesy and all of that, but I don't know that that's entirely what kept the Sean Payton Cowboys thing from happening in 2019. I don't think that is it. It might have factored into the whole deal, but maybe. The deal fell apart because of different reasons as well. And it's not like Florio has a 10 out of 10 track record in his reports. So I think there is some good reason to be skeptical about the whole thing. However, it is quite interesting. Like, I love the story. I, I was quite shocked by it. And hey, we'll see. Jason says, I think it was a bunch of BS that might be true. And I'm, I am excited to maybe listen to someone ask Jerry Jones about that and see what he has to say about it, because that question is definitely coming. And just like Jerry Jones is coming to the radio at some point in the near future, because that is what he does as a Cowboys owner. So I think that will be asked. And I'm looking forward to hearing your, uh, his answer. That will be, Something that I, I bet we will all be in the lookout for over the next few weeks. And by the way, hey, Sean Payton retired, and we'll talk more about it later on the show. Says Stevie Mack that I will personally give Sean Payton $55, my Pokemon card collection, and my half-eating pocket pack of Trident layers if he becomes the new Cowboys head coach in 2023. So Stevie Mack might have, might be. You know, getting ready and putting together a GoFundMe page for Cowboys Nation to you know ship in and chime in and and get Sean Payton to the Cowboys in 2023. Donald says, and and that I, I believe is the reason why you maybe would believe it that he says uh Jerry Jones has a mad crush on Sean Payton, and he has spoken about it too. So I can see why I can see why some people would fully buy. That story. (laughs) Thank you, Lumen. I will take that as a compliment. Lumen is saying I'm funny. Hey, I I will take that 100% as a compliment, and I appreciate the support because Lumen, guys, Lumen here is a legend. He is supporting ADC sports beyond the market that truly, fully interests him because he is a Titans fan and he doesn't only listen and supports ADC Sports Nashville, but he's also here almost on a nightly basis supporting ADC Sports Dallas. So, hey, shout out to Lumen. He is a true legend. I think, says Donald, the Sean Payton would would fix Dak Prescott. I know that there are a lot of people. Uh, I know that there were a lot of people hyped up about the possibility of getting Sean Payton to the Cowboys. But, man, after that whole Anthony Davis conversation, I just need to hit a little bit of a parenthesis here before we get to the Kellen Moore news. And before we get to Random Thought Tuesday, by the way, news new segment on primetime. So you can start thinking about that Cowboys random thought that you have for the week. And uh, I-, I-, I want to make a small parenthesis here and put up a question out there in the chat. What is the biggest what if? in Cowboys history because if this is actually accurate if this report is actually accurate and it's valid and all of that this might be up there as a candidate and we've had a we had a similar discussion maybe talking about the greatest games of all time and I'm not trying to turn this into a nostalgic show but uh, I, I, I wanted to talk to you guys about that. What is the biggest what if in Cowboys history? And if you guys want to get creative, that's allowed. Because, hey, Burner Account just brought up the big one. What if Jerry Jones didn't fire uh, Jimmy Johnson? That is a good one, of course. And Jerry Jones, last training camp, he talked about it. He was clearly frustrated, and, and I thought that it was cool to see him a little bit more open up to admitting that it was fully on him. It was his mistake, and it was his job to keep it together. Jerry Jones talked about it. I think that is true. That That is the clear answer. Stevie Mac says, what if Jerry didn't fire Jimmy Johnson? Obviously, I think that is right. That would be the correct answer. Some others, and I know that younger fans might have thought about this one before thinking about the Jimmy Johnson one, but Zombie's saying what if Des Bryant catch was counted versus the Packers in the well, it wasn't the NFC championship game, right? It was the divisional round game. But hey, Zombie is right. Zombie is right, the Des Bryant catch. What if in that 2014, 2015 season, the cold stance, that's what makes it hurt a little bit more, the fact that we weren't, we weren't, we are not asking For the refs to overturn the call on the field. We just wanted the call to stand. And that is why it becomes a a painful what if. I agree. What if Des Bryant's catch was counted? Clear hands versus Dallas Junk is Des Bryant's catch. Uh, Kenneth Fraser says, What if Jerry Jones doesn't make any decisions about the team's games? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one by Werner Account. What if Dallas had successfully traded up for Paxton Lynch? Oh man, that is, that is a good one. I will tell you why I love this one. Usually our minds, when you're asked about biggest what ifs in Cowboys history or in NFL history and things like that, your mind will go to the negative stuff, right? We, talk, we, we thought about Jimmy Johnson getting fired. We thought about Des Ryan catch, no catch. But Burner Account is saying, what if something good was taken away from us? What if the Cowboys had drafted Paxton Lynch and therefore did not draft Dak Prescott in the fourth round of the 2016 NFL draft? Hey, that was a good one, Burner Account. Respect. Respect. What if the Cowboys didn't have cheerleaders, says Lumen uh, let's see which else we have one here. Uh, David says, what if Romo didn't fumble the snap? And I actually had another one. I had two. And I had, of course, the Colts stance in Green Bay. I know I knew that that was going to get mentioned before I got to my answer. So I also, on a similar note to the one of Paxton Lynch, I one of the biggest what-ifs that interests me is say the Cowboys draft Dak Prescott. But say that Jerry Jones in the front office still widely optimistic about Tony Romo's present and future in 2016. What if they just put him back in once he's healthy and ready to go? What if the Cowboys maybe lose one more game? Let's say they don't get that final touchdown versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're not with that 8-1 record. And what if the Cowboys front office had, say, Hey, that was fun with Dak Prescott, but hey, let's put Romo back in because he's the quarterback of this team. What then? What what would have happened with the modern Cowboys that we know from recent years? Would Dak Prescott's development as a player have been impacted? I think that's an interesting one one too. What if Jerry Jones didn't sign T.O. and not tick off Bill Purcells? Says TV Mack. ooh, what if Jerry never fired Garrett Bruce? That that's that's not a cool one, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that's a fun one as well. Uh let's see. What if Dallas had traded Tony Romo to the Sean Payton led Saints? So glad we didn't do that. This is Dallas young. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What if Minnesota would not have traded for Herschel Walker? I think that's the that would have been the darkest of timelines, guys, for the Dallas Cowboys and their history. The darkest of timelines would have kept the Herschel Walker trade from happening. Because we, without the Herschel Walker trade, whew, we, might have, we might be talking about way more than a 25, 26-year drop. <laughs> you never know, though. You never know. Uh, Dallas Young says, I'm a younger Cowboys fan, so I can't come up with as many good answers as Tom Downey's burner. It's been like that. It's, it, 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 it goes like that when you're a younger fan. But hey, Dallas Junk, hopefully at some point we can think about happier what-ifs for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what if they drafted the Connor kid out of Michigan State that Jerry Jones loved so much but someone else drafted him? I got to make a confession here just as a small parenthesis before we get into the Kellen Moore news. I will make a confession. When I was... Well, that was 2016. So I was 16 years old at the time. And I started a football blog with my brother. And it was called something like fourdownsblog.wordpress.com because it was more of like a a hobby. I was just maybe thinking of it as a pastime instead of a, and actually, hey, I can do this. And I started sports writing some stuff. And Connor Cook. Is it Connor Cook? I think it's Connor Cook. I wrote a scouting profile on the Michigan State quarterback and why I wanted him to be drafted in the second round. And not even from a Dallas Cowboys point of view, I was just writing about him as a quarterback prospect heading into the NFL draft. I was so wrong. But I was 16 years old. And hey, people get... Uh, you know, quarterbacks all wrong all the time, (laughs) but uh, that was my first ever sports article. So Connor Cook, I always, I am fond of him in that way, in that nostalgic, weird kind of game of of way. Anyways, moving on to the Kellen Moore conversation, some interesting report by, ah, I forgot the name of the of the report, excuse me for that. But there is a report out there on the fact that Kellen Moore will not be hired as a head coach this off season, at least that is the expectation right now. And one quote that was quite interesting to me is that according to the report, at least, and I quote, at least one hiring committee came away wondering if he has the commanding personality and leadership style to stand in front of an entire team and grab players' attention. So Kellen Moore interviewed for plenty of NFL teams this offseason, these this this past few weeks. And, hey, it looks like he's going to come back to the Dallas Cowboys as an offensive coordinator, so don't expect that to change. But I think that that quote was interesting. And we forget sometimes that being a head coach is way more than X's and O's. It's about grabbing the team's attention, as a quote is saying, and it's about command of the room. That is it. A head coach is a leader of an NFL team, and you need to get players on board. You need to get coaches on board, and it's a complicated ask. Think about it. This is not high school football. This is not college football in which there is a clear authority, and that is the head coach, just because he is the coach while the other players are... Well, in reality, students in high school and in college, but you get to the NFL and it's a complicated relationship because you're working with professionals and you're a professional as well. And sometimes there will be a lot of players that are actually making more money than you. So they need to believe in the message. They need to believe in the vision of the team and what's ahead of them. So there you go. Kellen Moore, not likely to sign with any team as a head coach. That would mean, in my opinion, Varying any surprise, this could happen. This, this could end up happening. The Cowboys may be moving on in a few weeks, but that would be such a drastic change to what we have seen from this front office in recent years. So right now, honestly, just like we talked about, right after that San Francisco loss, that loss to the San Francisco 49ers, my gut feeling is still that, The Cowboys are going to bring back Mike McCarthy. They're going to bring back Kellen Moore for 2022. And Dan Quinn is going to be off somewhere else as a head coach. That's like the instant gut feeling that we shared in this show after the loss to the 49ers. And I still believe it to be the case. Had my doubts maybe after Jerry Jones spoke on the radio. And that is one reason why I might be just having second thoughts about it. But I, I'm still leaning towards that ended up ending up happening. Just gonna pour some whiskey on these Dallas Cowboys wounds right now. says TV Mac because he's saying, "What if Dallas? <laughs> what if Dallas drafted Randy Moss?" I know that Cowboys fans, you know, think about this every every you know every three weeks. Maybe that's a thought that pops into your head. Man, what if the Cowboys <laughs> actually drafted Randy Moss? David says, what if Jerry Jones didn't buy the Cowboys? Hey, another interesting thought. Burner accounts is no, Kellen Moore is already on Jerry Jones' phone plan. He ain't living. Yeah, now, it won't be the case. It's Kenny Gregory says, I hope that you're wrong. I know that a lot of people hope that I'm wrong. I am I just, I. that's what I expect. And honestly, I don't think that, We have seen many evidence of of otherwise. And that brings us, to close out the show, that brings us Clay Cobb saying, we did draft Tackle Charlton over what? Another, uh, over TJ Watt. Hey, another what if there. Let's go. I have one more question for you, and this is just introducing the segment for Tuesdays, Random Thought Tuesday. And the objective is to share just, random thoughts about the Cowboys and maybe in a way in which you're not very committed to what you're saying because it's just a random thought. So Cowboys random thought Tuesday, drop yours in the chat. What's your Cowboys random thought of the week? I will lit this off because it is a new segment. My random thought right now is that I really don't think Deshaun Sean Payton will be with the Cowboys in 2023. And I know it's a conversation That a lot of people are having right now. So maybe it's just not as random. But looking at the presser from today, he looked tired. I don't know if you guys had that impression as well. He looked tired. It looked to me, it seemed to me as if he really is not going to come back to the NFL at all as a head coach. And I can't wait to be proven wrong because these coaches just recharge sometimes and they're addicted to the game because it is such an addicting sport to them. So it would make a lot of sense for Sean Payton to eventually come back. It might just be recency bias after watching that press conference. But to me, Sean Payton looked quite tired. And even if he wants to come back in 2023, do the Cowboys really want to pull the trigger and bring in Sean Payton. I know that Jerry Jones loves him. We know that. But wouldn't the Mike McCarthy experiment, assuming that it goes wrong after 2022, because it went wrong in 2021, it was a failure of a season. Uh, At least in my opinion, what we witnessed was a failure because the Cowboys didn't get past the wildcard round, even though they hosted a game in the wildcard round But I don't know if the Cowboys and Jerry Jones would be ready to go towards the riskier approach. And that means bringing in a first-time head coach, one of the hot, young offensive coordinators in the league, like Mike McDaniels, that everyone is hyping up from the San Francisco 49ers, or maybe Eric Viennemi, who is not as young, but still one of the hottest candidates in the entire NFL. So I think that I would much rather have that And honestly, I just I don't know if I would be a fan of Sean Payton. I can see myself getting around to it if it does indeed happen, because Sean Payton has a tremendous track record, even though a lot of people will doubt him because he has only one Super Bowl with Drew Brees. But hey, winning Super Bowls is hard. Come on, guys. So however, I just would like to see a more refreshing candidate if the Cowboys indeed move on from McCarthy beyond 2022. Let's see some of your random thoughts. What are your Cowboys' random thoughts of the week? Gregory just straight up <laughs> letting off some steam. Gregory is saying, I'm just done with Mike McCarthy. That is his random thought. We would have won Super Bowls if Jerry didn't sign with the Cowboys, says Jason Renfro. Sergio says, We drafted Tyron Smith over JJ Watt. But at least, at least you got to have the, you know, you have to acknowledge that at least. Tyron Smith is a potential Hall of Famer at some point as well, just like JJ. Clay Cup says, trust me, 12 teams are saying, what if we drafted Michael Parsons? Hey, that is true. That is true. Random thought, the direction of this team is not encouraging. Says burner account. Trade Cooper, says Frank, resign Gallup. <laughs> we talked about that last week, by the way. In case you want to catch that show, in case you want my thoughts on Cowboys and the Amari Cooper conversation. Close the roof when the sun is is shining. Dallas Young says, crazy how Dan Quinn's mindset changed in one year. Didn't he say before the season he liked being a DC better and not having as many responsibilities? And Dallas Young is right, but Dan Quinn maybe didn't realize that he was going to have so much interest in the coaching market. And if you think about it, when you're getting all of this interest from various NFL teams, Dan Quinn might be thinking to himself, I will not have a season as successful as the one that I just had in 2021. Not because of the players, not even because of Dan Quinn himself, but just because if you look at it, defensive success in the NFL, in the league, it is quite hard to sustain. And we have seen good defenses, you know, maybe regress to average defenses year to year. And very few teams are able to keep these elite units together for an extended period of time. So maybe Dan Quinn right now is thinking, this is my time to cash in as well. And not, and I don't say that to, to portrait Dan Quinn as a mercenary in this market. I'm just saying, hey, sure, cash in. Will you have this interest well, a year from now, or two years from now, will you have the leverage that maybe multiple offers can get you? So maybe that has to do with it. I agree with Dallas Young. That is crazy how his mindset changed from one year to another. But I think that if we're looking for an explanation for it, that would be it. Stevie Max says, if Diggs continues to struggle giving up big plays, maybe he really is better suited for free safety instead. Oh, that is... Now, that is a random thought. That is what I was looking for when I came up with this segment. I love it. Get rid of Gallon Moore and beef the offensive line. Shock says, Peyton' offense play calling is everything. Tommy says, I've seen enough of McCarthy, 46-year fan. Uh, let's see, who else? Who else? Who, who am I missing? What will it take, says Russell, to get a championship mentality and culture change in the Dallas Cowboys locker room? Ooh, that's a tough one. And that's, I believe, the the answer that we all want watching the Dallas Cowboys year to year. Jason says the Mavs win the NBA Finals this year. Hey, hopefully. With, with a guy like, like Luca, you cannot rule them out, I guess. I'm not a basketball expert. I gotta be honest with you. I'm not a basketball expert, but I think that with a guy like Luca, you might be in the right track. And I envy the Diehard Mavericks fans that are getting to see this Luka era. Because I I, I root for the Mavericks. I'm not going to tell you that I don't. But it's not like I follow them or that I analyze the basketball games like I might do with football, for example. So that will be it for me tonight. Thank you guys for joining ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We're here every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On The Man Sports Talk Network, make sure you check out adcsports.com Dallas. For more Cowboys articles, more Mavericks articles, Cole Patterson had something to say about Sean Payton jo- uh, retiring from the Saints and what it means for, for Coach McCarthy. Make sure you check it out. Cole Patterson, as always, great writer, great content over there at the site. And you can also read about the Mavericks. The Mavs Journal, one of my favorite reads every week because, as I said, I'm not a basketball expert. And that is the place that I go to to read about the Mavs. So adcsports.com slash Dallas. Thank you, guys, for tuning into the show. Make sure you hit the like button if you're watching on Facebook and if you're watching on YouTube. Hit the like button. It helps us grow the show. It helps us get more Cowboys fans in here and share it. If you're enjoying the show, talk to your friends about it, but also share it on your social media, and I will see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central. Thank you, guys, and hey, have a good one.